Hey listeners, welcome to our podcast, Alpha Bet You Never Knew That, where three friends chill and talk about all things spooky, but in alphabetical order. Have you ever questioned the unknown? Are you wondering if there's supernatural things lurking out there, things that are hidden from plain sight? Well, this is the perfect place for you. We are your hosts, Javeria, Mario, and Minel, and we post new episodes every other Friday. One strange night, while you're in deep sleep, you dream about someone calling out to you. Suddenly, you wake up, realizing it wasn't a dream. You hear your name being whispered softly somewhere in your room, but see no one. You go to your roommate, thinking it might be them, when you notice they're in their bed, fast asleep. You feel goosebumps all over your body and tremble over the thought of someone, of something, out of place. Why were you awake? What was that sensation? Was it just your intuition or something else? Today's topic is about ESP. Now, according to researchers, about four in 10 Americans believe in extrasensory perception. In a survey conducted in 2021, 36% of respondents from the United States believe in extrasensory perception or as you know, ESP. Women are more likely to believe in ESP compared to men, which is really interesting. So I think I'll dive into more about um, the history and the psych- kind of the psychology and science behind it and maybe some different types of ESP. So ESP is actually rooted in um, the spiritualist movement of the 19th century in Britain and the United States, you know, that cultural exchange. And by the end of the 19th century, a lot of scientists and other like world thinkers and everything were joining uh, research societies and they were like dedicated to studying and, you know, not only with um, uh, communication with spirits, but like a whole other, like um, a lot of like psychic phenomena and like different, different, um, concepts and everything which include uh telepathy and hypnosis you know like all of that range they were just curious uh because you know this is the new world and we trying to bring some enlightenment in here (laughs) so um uh i think right now like science uh or psychology like um they they're more receptive over hypnosis uh just just a tad bit other than like the traditional ESP um, uh, types that we're going to talk about in, in a bit. And I think this is, yeah, like, cause you know, hypnosis uh, is more of like, there's more research behind it and it's more authentic than, uh, than what you would say uh, telepathy or medium reading. So people want to learn um, more about ESP and, you know, there's not, there were not many like uh, research and formal findings behind it. So um, one prominent example in case came from like the 1930s when, um, and it wasn't called ESP until like the 1930s when this uh, Duke University psychologist, his name is J.B. Ryan, 
he opened up a lab uh, that was dedicated to studying the sixth sense. And he became famous for uh, the work with um, the deck of cards, like uh, they're called Zenner cards. You can find them online, like the quizzes and everything. Uh, and so each one of them is like marked with uh, five symbols. And he would like flip through a deck containing all of these like 25 cards. And uh, he would study uh, the participants to identify the cards correctly without seeing the card itself. So theoretically, a lot of um, like the average person got like a one in five chance or like a 20% chance of identifying the card. But uh, Ryan found that people consistently guess the card more than a 20%, so to speak. Um, so based on the result, he um, he summarized, he found like evidence for ESP and he, he was just convinced that um, it has to be real. There has to be something more uh, to it. So a lot of his research uh, fueled that like growth and like interest in the subject matter and uh, fueled the growth for the new field of parapsychology. And in 1957, he formed like the Parapsychological Association, an organization that is like dedicated to studying psychic experiences that still exist today. So a lot of people, they uh, really, kind of like look to him almost like almost as the father but like um of this kind of studies and they they're almost like curious in this aspect and you know because it's not just like something that uh you can you just feel it it's a sixth sense and you don't with ESP you don't use any of your five senses traditionally you use something that's out of the norm where you kind of just feel it and it's out of out of this world so a lot of people believe in ESP uh, due to the amount of like evidence that they have may experience in their personal lives and you know uh, like things that they've like seen maybe strange dreams they've had or just like this uh, particular occurrence that keeps on happening in their lives so, uh, you know, it's like something almost you can't really explain with science. So a lot of people look into ESP as that explanation. And um, a lot of, um, yeah, it's kind of like, um, you can, some people can argue it can be like confirmation bias, something that they've uh, already, like examples that they've already like to support that they hold, the beliefs that they hold and, um, but, uh, you know, or like you're thinking about some someone and your friend and um, you're thinking uh, you're thinking about them and then they suddenly call and you're just left with that feeling of, whoa, what the heck? That's something that's something weird. I mean, a lot of, there's like always like backlash and everything with, um, <laughs> you know, people like you can say oh yeah you're just like uh that's 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 a coincidence or that's like it's like this or you're looking you're reaching for evidence that only supports for you um but it's kind of I don't know maybe it's that other um the outwardly feeling just something that's uh that you just can't explain and I I get this a lot I don't know about you guys what do you mean by you get it a lot uh, do you get that feeling when um, you're thinking of something or 
there's something that you just can't explain and it just pops out to you yeah i get that all the time it's just like it comes to my mind and i i feel like i know what like sometimes i don't even know what it is until like later on and i'm like oh that's what i was thinking about but other Mm times i'm like okay i've seen this before i know what and i'm like why am i thinking about this like and then later on i just figure it out like just at that moment i'm just like why did it come to me at this specific time exactly or you know certain people can come in your dreams and the next day they'll literally call me or something yeah and i wasn't even thinking about them like they could be even far relatives and they literally just call me or something i think if you like put a lot of energy into like this one thing then Mm -hmm. you like manifest that happening manifest you make that person think and you like i think you pop up in that person's mind like how things pop Mm. up in our mind like i think it so there's like a dual relationship there Mm -hmm. which is interesting oh wow um yeah it's just there's there just seems to be that a belief in like if you believe in something or you hold something um strongly in your mind um it almost happens in a strange case and that's something I just can't explain so I guess that's why people uh, want to have like ESP to explain that and they look into more of that stuff um but I can go over like six different types of ESP that's what I I found um so the first type um I'm just gonna name it (laughs) telepathy uh this is this is something kind of what we were almost talking about like knowing other another person's thoughts without any given clues or anything so it's like you're kind of communicating with them uh like using your mind only and like nothing else so you can't use like any of your five senses in this hence why it's called esp um so that's kind of like i think the common one i would say people occur like report on having and then there's precognition that's seeing in the future like specific events that are to come Uh, a lot of psychics uh like practicing psychics will claim to have this ability um whether they predicted some major event like 9-11 or um something like a a celebrity's death or something or, or what or whatnot like that's they'll like claim to um you know have this ability uh then there's re retrocognition that's stability that's like the opposite of precognition you're seeing things in the past like people who have this uh, ability they can see events uh, people locations certain objects they have no relation with but it's they can talk about it in full detail and it's kind of scary. Um, like sometimes they have to participate in investigative cases. Oh, this is a little controversial, but you know, sometimes they'll be asked for like, uh, like police, um, you know, interrogation just to be like, oh, okay, you know, can you see what happened and this and that? It's kind of, that's why it's like, you know, a little controversial. And I know that's like also with like hypnosis. Some people will like, you'll like they'll try to hip, try to take that out or, or is that psychosis? like you're trying to take the information out of them unconsciously like unconsciously yeah that's is that legal i don't know if you can do that for kids to do 
I don't think you can do that to kids. I think in the past you could, but maybe there's like some laws in place. Yeah. Um because that's like a like that's unreliable and um but yeah, that's like very uh that's not a weird case. Like a weird weird case. And yeah, I guess you have to be a really trained psychologist or I mean psychologist or psychiatrist. Yeah, either one. <laughs> like um just to just to do that so um yeah and then there's psychokinesis or telekinesis uh so you might be thinking oh this is like um you know like in those like superheroes like your or like anime characters or whatever like they have like that ability to like uh you know use their mind to levitate things or you know make them float or do what whatnot um but this is kind of like a little different it's more like the uh, the ability of one's mind to have like you have like a direct effect on a, another object uh, but you don't use like any physical energy so that's very uh general so maybe if you're like thinking of something like this is gonna fall and it like it just like falls it like or tilts or something um but yeah, it's not just like gravitating things, like things floating in your mind, like out of in the space. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then you have clairvoyance. So this is this is something really interesting. You're this is like more of like knowledge. And I think this is like a French or Latin um, origin uh, of the word. Like this is kind of like knowledge and you're like seeing information about a situation a person object or a location and at any given time using your extrasensory methods so this can happen a lot in uh, uh meditation it's actually the strongest supposedly at that time so you're just you're kind of having knowledge of things and and people if that makes sense right and then the last one is a uh, mediumship and uh it's that's like basically what you guys probably know commonly know as like communicating with the dead and this is like a little extreme uh you know this is like your you know your long island medium you know you have like your seance and you're you're like talking to someone's dead relatives or or whatnot um yeah so that's that's that uh but yeah those are like the types i can think of you know, I didn't want to include hypnosis because um, a lot of people do use that. And it's more of like, you're kind of, I mean, you are technically using your mind, but this is, there's more of um research backing up in that. And, you know, people actually practice that a lot more. It's more revered in um, psychology and everything. But yeah, that's that. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, would hypnosis technically be like a scientific thing? Because isn't that more like trying to go into your memories and your subconscious rather than having like another sense? Uh, yeah, that's more of like um, you're trying to bring out like a certain thing, like a certain uh, memory you have, like through uh, whether you're like using verbal repetition or you're using like mental images like you're trying to bring something out that's what the uh like 
psychiatrists or psychologists, they're trying to like bring that out, you know, they're trying to bring that emotion or memory out. So that's why um, there's like a lot of, like a lot of people supposedly like they feel in that um, situation. You're just like, you can calmly be hypnotized to do something like, like literally like you've seen that probably and like viral videos or um yeah you're just using it for um to heal yourself in some way like if you have a traumatic memory maybe it's possible that maybe we could bring out our esp like senses you know maybe that's something that that can be kicked in later on in life and maybe that hypnosis is a process of it kind of being in tune with your regular senses so maybe there's a process for that too mm. um yeah hypnosis i would never want to be hypnotized to be honest with you so i mean it's just that trance like behavior you're almost not even aware um like sometimes i feel like that to be honest like when i just like like on auto mode like when I'm just cranking out things I'm sometimes I'm not even thinking about it I'm just like doing it like a robot (laughs) but um yeah I don't I don't know I would not want to be in that place but the other um what do you think about the other types I mean a lot of these I remember uh there was a case with Lorraine Warren who was uh, a famous paranormal investigator she used a lot of like the I think it was retrocognition because she would connect with ghosts and kind of go into their past, like what mm-hmm. happened to them. And and it's like a very interesting ability. And I think I don't really see this as commonly. And I maybe it's some of these are are rarely occurring and some of them don't actually happen to most people. But I feel like everybody has a little bit of the other ones, like clairvoyance could be something that maybe some people feel like they're in a situation and then that sixth sense kind of just like kicks in all of a sudden they're like okay like sometimes you feel like you have a gut feeling about something mm-hmm. and that kind of helps you guide you into a certain situation so maybe it's possible that it's more common than we think we won't really know and i guess that's something that that needs to be investigated or, or researched more i think we all can see it in some way um some more clear than others and some people can actually understand the messages that come to us but other people i think our brains just like like kind of not focus on that because they don't think that's reality or um Mm -hmm. they just block that off yeah i don't think some people who are really deeply who are like deeply rooted in science they don't want to believe in something other like that thought kind of scares them in a way and there's no proof and that's sometimes that's the deal the seal and deal for people to believe in something and you can't really uh prove a lot of things with esp as much like there's always going to be some other explanation like oh okay it must be something else like like there's so many other factors so a lot of that's a lot of scientists were kind of having a hard time just trying to how to like really test for it and experiment with um you know (laughs) just like how to really 
test for if someone has it or not and yeah it can get difficult so um yeah so that's that's that uh i think one of my uh, what i think um clairvoyance scares me a lot and <laughs> i don't know just just that's like the weirdest thing um but i guess if you're trying to keep your mind like open I don't know. It, that that one scares me a lot. <laughs> it can get scary when like you get messages or images that you don't want to see, mm-hmm. or like it just keeps coming and you don't know how to stop it. Like mm. I feel bad for those people who have the ability to see information and see stuff, and they don't know how to stop it. You know, like, they can't. They can't get help. Oh, oh, like they can't control it. Yeah, because it's hard. And some... you can't prove it so no one's able to help you know mm-hmm. I think there's some people who kind of have like very I don't know just maybe like special eyes that they can see some stuff like that other people can't really typically see like I don't know like not like super special like it's like extraordinary like maybe like just a little bit than the average human I guess and then yeah I think that's what they in certain occurrences they can have they can see like ghosts or they can see like um you know I don't know yeah I don't yeah it's scary um anyone experience I always see people um like in my uh dreams um like what kind of people I mean, I always see like random faces, like, and they're like really like perfectly like like a random face, and maybe that's like uh people you can see in a street walking down a street, and you're just like, oh okay, if you don't even think about it, but it's in your head. Um, maybe it's like that, or uh, like, or it could be like my relative or something, or someone I was I was thinking about, and then they just like pop out, like they just come in my life or. Or even if I'm craving something, oh wait, okay, maybe that's not scary, but like the dreams part is, the dreams part is. So you can like see their face in your dream and then they appear like the next day or so? Like if I'm thinking of my cousin or something or like some, like a family member, uh, I literally will see them just randomly in my dream. And then literally the next day they just call that's pretty that's pretty scary i mean would that be clairvoyance that'd probably go or I, that could go under under retrocognition because you're seeing in the future kind of I, I don't think it's like anything i mean i know we all had kind of like those dreams where it's like something is happening and then they actually happen in real time like the next day or maybe the, even the couple days later i don't i don't know i don't think this is any I think it's just something special and I can't ex- dreams cannot be explained as much really you can't really explain dreams that much it's just they just happen for some special reason so I, I never experienced that but it kind of sounds like a different way of receiving information I think so like, right it's like, like you can get it either you're awake or you're asleep ah yeah like when you're 
I don't know. I always believe like when you're, um, I, I believe like when you're asleep, your soul is like kind of taken like out. out if body. It's like out. It's like, yeah. all right, peace. I'm out. And then the, the minute you wake up, it's like put back into your body. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, <laughs> wait, was I like dead or something or what? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like dreams are kind of like a subconscious thing. So it's kind of whatever's in your in the back of your mind that you're not consciously thinking about just kind of appears. So maybe that's why people like they tend to dream about certain things. And maybe that's where the real ability comes from. Like who knows what like what part of their brain that that's active and because you're not consciously thinking about it and it just Mm -hmm. happened. So that definitely has like something subconsciously related, I guess. Mm, Interesting. Yeah. I mean, a story that I have is that, I mean, it's not really a story, but like it's a frequent occurrence of mine that sometimes if I am thinking about someone or I feel like the urge to call them or text them, they'll just, the other person will tell me, they're like, oh my God, I literally thought about you. (laughs) And I happen to just like, it's like as if I knew that they were going to do something because they even think sometimes like, oh, I'll call you. But then I call them first. They're like, oh my God, like what? That's so funny. And that's happened to me more than once. Like that's happened to me like a couple times actually. So I guess it's like also maybe based on your bonds with people, like mm-hmm. the the mutual like that relationship you have maybe connects you to them, and that's why you feel that. Like I I don't really know, but that's a kind of interesting. Oh my god, that's so weird. Yeah, it is weird. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I want to say this, but I actually had a dream. Like we were all in it. Um with us yeah every like we were all in it and we oh were my all god. we were there was like a serial killer and we were trying to oh escape my oh my god i hope that does not happen i know that I, I hope that doesn't happen i was just like really shook and i was really scared we were like we were trying to escape and we were all like tied up or something oh god wait what, what? are you oh seeing the future Oh god, no, no. It was kind of ridiculous. Don't jinx it, Maria. Oh my god. <laughs> just no. Like, I, I don't know why that randomly came in my dream. I'm sorry, okay? I literally think dream of the wildest thing. So I, I don't think like any wildest dreams have ever come true. Well, let's hope that wasn't a precognition. No. So <laughs> and that was just Javeria being Javeria. So yeah, this was as I don't usual. Know as usual yeah all right guys got it yeah but i just yeah that's that just kind of shook me i was like wait what (laughs) we were like escaping and we were trying to get out and everything like it was really it was kind of crazy i was like thinking of like okay like strategies who strategy we got to think of strategies he's like doing something like we gotta we gotta like get out get out of here like (laughs) one person can distract him and like two others like wait how, how did your dream end two other, like uh how, how did it end um i think once i realized it was like a dream i tried to make it a better dream where like where we were trying where we were escaping we like escaped i think it was like towards the end where i was kind of awake but now i'm like uh can i just change this dream to be a nice ending that's what I do with a lot of my nightmares. Wait, so you go back into your dream after you wake up? A oh, little wow. bit. A little bit, yeah. Um, I I do this thing where it's like, um, 
like I won't be like fully awake, but I'll be a little bit awake maybe, and then I'll be like, oh my god, that's such a bad ending. I don't like that at all. So I want to change it. Like I want to make it like an, a happy ending, you know? Well, at least it was a happy ending, so we so, were fine. <laughs> I hope so. Hey, hopefully, because mm. that wouldn't be okay. And then we can't make these podcasts anymore. Yeah, no, that would be so sad for all of us. Right? Yeah, our our listeners are gonna be disappointed. We can't disappoint them. They they need the content, guys. Mm-hmm. All right. So there's a lot of popular stories about this ESP ability, and a lot of people have different ones. But there was actually a very popular clairvoyant. Uh, her name was Baba Vanga, and I'm pretty sure many of you have heard about her. Uh, she was a Bulgarian mystic and a healer, and she was actually famous for accurately predicting the future several years before it actually has happened. And this happened essentially when she had lost her eyesight at a young age. And so because of her injury from a tornado storm, she actually had severely injured her eyes and she gradually started losing her eyesight. So. Ever since that accident, a lot of people said that she saw her first vision and it was believed that she had awakened her ability to heal people and predict the future around that time. In 1976, a Yugoslav actress had actually visited her while she was on tour and Baba Vanga told her that she should come back later in three months, but then told her to suddenly wait and then said, you will not be coming back ever. And the actress took this as a prediction of her death. And the actress had actually died two months later in an unfortunate car crash with her sister. No way. Yeah, that's pretty crazy, isn't it? And she said within three months and she died two months later. (gasps) Stop it. That's pretty crazy. And that's not the only prediction. One of her most famous predictions was actually of the 45th president of the U.S., which is Barack Obama. And that fact that he would be the last commander in chief in favor of the United States, which is pretty crazy considering the political division that has happened over the last couple of years with Donald Trump. And the fact that she predicted as well that the 44th president would be African-American. Wow. that was a really big prediction I and it actually was... went viral. No, sorry, sorry. I thought he was like the 45th president. He's actually because he had two terms, remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So okay, the 44th because that was like the first thing that would occur. And then the 45th because that was his last term. So that was a big deal for everybody. And that's kind of when everything went went all over the place in America. But that was really when uh that was a huge prediction at the time Mm -hmm. as well and she had predicted this many many years earlier um and another prediction she made was uh of the election of vladimir putin and that was in 2018 but she predicted this 40 years earlier so how could she have known that this man would be the the prime minister of uh, russia so it was such a big deal at the time actual vladimir putin yeah of vladimir putin he was alive (laughs) (laughs) she was like able to tell a lot of things in the future like much much in the future it wasn't even like oh a couple years or anything it was like 40 plus years into the future um she had also predicted that world war three would start in november of 2010 and last until october of 2014 Uh, but that did not happen so some people are 
ever since there were some sort of predictions that she had made, some people questioned the validity of these claims, and that kind of casted some doubt in her prediction abilities. But there was a lot of other predictions she had made for the future, and that's something that we still haven't seen yet and could possibly see in the in a couple of years in the future. Uh, some of them were uh, stating that global hunger will be eradicated between 2025 and 2028. And China will overtake the U.S. as a superpower. Polar ice caps will melt from 2033 to around 2045. And oceans level will rise around this time. Uh, and doctors will actually be able to cure any disease with cloning technology. And that's actually pretty close mm. to what is happening recently. A lot of people have been saying that doctors are coming up with cloning ability, yeah. trying like, to, to make mm -hmm. new things. Like cloning animals, they're trying that. Yeah, like, for sure. Like a sheep. I saw this one image. Oh my god, it was like a it was like a clone of like a sheep or like a lamb. It had like one eye, and it was like really scary. It was like it was a failed, obviously, uh, clone, but it was really really scary. <laughs> but it seems like they're like working on it though, and it's like constantly in development. So that's pretty realistic, especially like looking at nowadays and how advanced everything is becoming and then the ocean levels was something that she was talking about and that's definitely something because of global warming and all that that's very prevalent and it's a big topic nowadays as well um she also had top talked about the colony on mars that will exist and it will enable the planet to become a nuclear power and demand independence from earth from around 2170 to 2256 so this is much, much later in the future, but she's predicting that Mars is going to start getting colonized. So that's a that's something that we can look forward to in the future, especially with Elon Musk and his rockets coming mm -hmm. to to shape. And the lastly, she said that the universe will end in 5079. And I will not be alive long enough to predict that or know that that's true but the thing is that's a pretty big statement and a big claim what do you guys think about that that's very scary but um some of her predictions like that's really insane that she predicted all this stuff even like back then in the 70s like i don't know if people were believing in this kind of stuff like it wasn't as well known as it is now mm. right so like if she had all these like claims like i wonder if people actually believed her mm -hmm. i mean honestly some people didn't but i think her appreciation of her abilities are more common nowadays because now we're seeing everything happen so now we can appreciate it more than those people at, at her time and it's such a big claim to even make and a lot of these also i feel like there's some of them that are like a little far-fetched but who knows if that actually does become real mm. global warming is happening yeah it's pretty crazy i mean everything is changing so much nowadays too so she could be right about a lot of this but i guess we'll have to see in the future okay. some <laughs> Some lesser known examples of having ESP, um, people have said that Abraham Lincoln has had a clairvoyant, uh, you could say episode, or there was a time that he was able to, to see into the future. 
So he had actually predicted his own death. And this is debated on whether this is true or not. But it's a very interesting story. So just days before Lincoln was shot, he had told his wife of a dream that he had. Uh, He said he was woken up by a sound of crying and went into the East Room of the White House. And there was a casket there that was laid open. There was a throng of mourners as well as several men guarding the casket. And when he asked who was in the casket, one of the soldiers had told him it was the president who had been killed by an assassin. And (gasps) three days after telling the story to his wife, Lincoln was assassinated after being killed by John Wilkes Booth. Wow. How is that possible? Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy like and i mean i'm pretty sure some people like they just suddenly have it because i don't think he's necessarily like a clairvoyant person but Mm -hmm. i guess he had somehow saw his own death like in a couple days before it even happened so that's pretty realistic to me wow he better stop okay (laughs) um no but that's such a scary dream to have when especially like the white house it's like known to be haunted or whatever um really i didn't know that yeah a lot of people say it's like oh it's like haunted maybe like past presidents and all of that stuff and or maybe even slaves were they so do you think that ghosts are responsible for this or do you think that's something else i mean uh, obviously i don't think a ghost maybe can cause that death but i do think um considering the place he was in like it might have affected him in his dreams and uh maybe i don't know like just give that six cents i don't know <laughs> like just to, just to see that you know like that's so such a scary dream to have when you're like literally looking at your own grave or you're looking at your own casket and you're yeah. just like so who's buried here like that's literally (laughs) you like he can see that that's him that's so terrifying like imagine imagine seeing that and then actually it happening like that's absolutely crazy Mm -hmm. but yeah i don't even want to get into that i yeah it's pretty dark uh and another lesser known story but it was a reddit user by the name of jonah he had talked about a time that his sixth sense had actually saved his life. And in a, a post that he wrote on Reddit, he wrote that I was driving to meet a friend in Trinity, California from Tuscan, Arizona. So if any of you have made that drive or any drive similar, you'll be familiar with a long straight back road that will lead through virtually nothing but desert-like flats, nearly devoid of any and all scenery for miles at a time. These roads aren't the mainstream route, but they fill me with sense of adventure and I try to take different, less beaten paths up every time I go visit my friends a couple times a year. So one of these trips, I was about halfway through a semi-familiar back road. Haven't seen a car for miles. It was nice to know that I was alone for some time and I had been going through a lot of personal issues, so it was nice to just get away from it all. I noticed I was low on fuel and lo and behold, a gas station was just ahead. As I approached the gas station, something didn't feel right. I mean, I didn't really feel anything right. And I pulled over and just sat in my car for a second. I was parked for maybe five seconds, didn't even turn off my car, and I was back on the road. That feeling was too much to shake, and I knew that there was another gas station some 20 miles up the road. I just hoped that it had enough gas to even get there. 
And as I was driving off, I looked at the gas station in my rear view, and what I saw give me, gives me chills to this day. About 10 or 15 people were standing outside the gas station, people that had not been there when I arrived, watching me drive away. I was close enough to see all of them that were heavily armed, and they didn't really move. They just kind of stood there, watching, as my vehicle disappeared over the horizon. The figures got smaller and smaller until they faded from sight. And I'll never know what would have happened to me had I gotten out of my car that night. Guys, when something gives you chills or a nervous feeling in the pit of your gut, never ignore it. Maybe it could just save your life. And he also had an edit to this post that said that he found out those people could have been like drug traffickers, a lot of very scary, more, you know, criminal activity that they could have done. And they used to do a lot of drugs and send them over the border between the US and Mexico. So they said that that could have been like a very serious case that he could have maybe had, like they could have taken his life that day. So it was something that kind of like triggered him and he felt like this gut reaction and just did not leave the car and he just drove off. So I think that was a good decision, to be honest. Like that sixth sense just kind of kicked in last minute and he just left, booked it out of there and never looked back. I wonder where the people came from if they weren't there before. Yeah. yeah, I wonder. I mean, he didn't really talk too much about the story, but it sounds kind of scary. Like, you just randomly see, like, a bunch of people just staring at you and, yeah. just, like, looking at you like that. That's pretty, like, scary to me. And they were armed, too. Which they were sick. armed, yeah. And they had no emotion. They were just, like, standing there, like, looking at him. Yeah, because they're but... just kind of looked at him like he was some random person. Like, they didn't really recognize him, I think, so... Cause he's never been there before and i'm pretty sure they were like kind of you know giving him that glance and mm-hmm. who knows what they could have done to him too that's kind of scary but he's just a random person and he's just getting some gas right wait so he went to go get some gas and then like and then he returned back yeah he was gonna go get some gas and then he saw like all these people just standing there in that area so that's why he didn't go and like get out of his car to get the gas because maybe they could have heard him you know they just like he just like looked at oh wow he just saw them and then he kind of like had a feeling like okay these people don't look like you know i I shouldn't be here they holding guns yeah and i'm pretty sure a lot of people have felt this before too like it's like a very common like oh like there's just this warning feeling in your body like you need to Mm -hmm. like get out of there like don't go over there and that's pretty much what he felt too. It's the vibes too, you know? Like, um, I don't know, like every single time, like um, like one time I went like somewhere and like, I don't know, like my mom, like she told me not to go there. Like she just told me not to uh, go to this place. And then I ended up getting hurt and- wow. She was just like, yeah, I told you. Or that also like ha- happened to like my mom with my grandma. And then she like told her like not to go outside. And then like we had like a like I had an accident, like a like a mini accident, like a small accident. I guess so. other people can also have that gut feeling for you or people yeah. they're connected with. I never it's just very absurd to me. It's like it's like when someone says don't go or you hear it in like uh true crime sometimes or like uh some other stories where 
they're just like yeah don't go today or don't go to this party or don't go to this place but they still go and it's like it just happens so I don't know yeah I guess it's a love connection you have some with someone that's very strong yeah I know that a lot of moms feel that about like their kids like sometimes they'll they'll feel like their kid shouldn't do this or they have some sort of like you know a warning feeling in their gut about their kid and that's pretty crazy too like that could be like a part of ESP where you kind of feel like something bad's gonna happen so you because of that love that you feel for them they they don't do it and then you're like oh and then you kind of see like the after effect of like everything that goes wrong and then you're like oh well I actually like protected that person so Mm -hmm. and it's happened in true crime too like so many people who are like they were gonna go to a party or something and then ended up not going and then they saw the aftermath of that party and they were like oh well like they kind of saved their life so an extreme example also like flights when like something bad happened and those people who like say that oh somehow i didn't get to the flight or somehow like i canceled like yeah they're just like they're thinking like oh my god i had a major sign from the universe yeah like sometimes it's good sometimes back things that backfire are actually good for you sometimes because you don't know like what could have happened if you actually went through with that plan so sometimes you know things happen for a reason (laughs) it happens exactly and like in the moment like let's say your fight is cancelled or you couldn't make it to the flight and you're like so down and you're just like you had having a bad day because of that but then at the end like you see something bad happening and then you're like thankful for it so like i guess everything happens for a reason even bad things Mm -hmm. we should always see the other side of it yeah that's what i'm trying to learn more um just be like (laughs) if something doesn't go my way there's a reason why it didn't go my way maybe for sure yeah so um yeah, those are really scary. The The flight stories are always the scariest for me. Mm-hmm. Like, those are the just, life of death right there. I know. It freaks me out. Uh. So um, with that, I'm going to dive into um, something else, um, a different direction. So I'm going to talk about how these ESPs are interpreted in different cultures and religions. Um obviously not all cultures are the same and they all have their own idea of ESPs and different people um, incorporate it differently. Um, Some people see it as good, some people see it as bad. Um, So I'm going to start off with um, the Japanese. Um, So I think it's pronounced Ishin Ishin? I don't want (laughs) to try that again, but um, you can Google that. So that translates to what the mind thinks and the heart translates, uh, transmits, sorry. And it's basically a heart-to-heart communication. Um, It's an unspoken mutual understanding with someone that you don't have to speak out loud. Um, And it's commonly used in East Asian um, cultures. and it's some people call this a form of telepathy but um it's just incorporated in their just the way they are um, and how they grew up and it's an assumption that others around you know what you're thinking um it's kind of like what we were talking about that when you're thinking about someone they like 
text you or call you at the same time. Um, so it's kind of like that, like you're assuming that they know what you're thinking about and they know what you're thinking about without telling each other. Um, and it's some kind of power that you can read the other person's mind. Um, and it's like a premise that everyone's on the same page. Um, I don't think you do this intentionally. It's just like, I think the Japanese culture, they just have this heart to heart, um, connection with one another and their culture just brings everyone together and the community together that they all know what each other everyone's thinking and like the next move that someone's going to make and i think they just naturally understand each other um and this concept is related to zen which is um the buddhism um so i thought that was really interesting that's a different take on it um but it's kind of similar, right? Mm -hmm. And then in Korea, oh, sure, I'm going to pronounce this wrong again. Nunchi. Nunchi. Um, so this is when the older generation um, who's seen to be more structured, traditional, pure, and um, just um, more mature. Um, so they are more... They communicate non-verbally with um, other people, and this is similar to the Japanese, but um, a bit different. So mm. um, Koreans were just brought up to be, for centuries, they were brought up to be um, thinking alike and doing the same behaviors. Um, so they think alike and they act alike, um, and they just can uh, quote-unquote read each other's mind but they can actually just understand each other mm. um, I think the culture is just so connected and they try to apply this to foreigners that foreigners think um, the same way that they do um, but we see this differently because in North America and Europe individuals are told to think and act for themselves we're more independent mm -hmm. but in korea and at different parts of asia they're more like a community everyone is brought up the same everyone um is encouraged to think alike they behave alike they just know how like one another how one another is going to act and it's been like that for centuries um so i just thought that was really interesting so i guess more in asia um, we have a different side to ESP and it's more accepted and it's more like natural um, as, as um, compared to like the other types that we were talking about. Mm -hmm. um, and then for intuition. So in North America, if you were brought up as a Native American, you were probably encouraged to seek out and speak with the spirits, um, the plants, the animals, the mountains, rivers, and other parts of nature. You're very connected to nature. And um, I, I guess that's also a form of ESP. You're able to speak with the spirits and the souls of all these different um, forms. And if you were a member of the sixth nation um, or a part of a tribe you would believe that the tribe was all in a long body mm. which means that um, you um, you scout your tribe the tribe that you sent out 
ahead of the rest of the tribe and you act like the tribe's eyes, ears, and you send back intuit intuitive um, pictures and sounds to the tribe leaders. Um, and that's like your nerves sending messages to your brain. So I guess they believe that they could send messages through their eyes and ears um, to their leaders and they would know what each other was talking about. And then in Latin America, if you were raised in Brazil, you might um, you might seek out the aid of a psychic surgeon when facing an illness. If you were a Mayan, you chose, um, if you were a medicine person, you would receive an education that your culture respected. One like um, here in the Western culture, we respect medical school a lot. Mm -hmm. So I guess that's... Um, people really respect that kind of um, areas. Um, and then again, in Asia, if you were raised in China, you were taught to um, sense when you were vulnerable to illness. So you would give yourself an acupuncture treatment. Oh, um, yeah. I guess you just have that feeling that you're going to get sick or you have an illness and you're just taught to do that. Um, as a response to that. And then lastly, in Africa, if you were from Kenya, you were raised in a traditional tribe, you might believe that people could actually control um, the moment of their death. Um, and when they die, I don't know how, but I'm sure they have their own rituals. Um, like, it's a special ritual dedicated to your death like sacrificing yourself to death or something no it's like they can control the moment when they're gonna die oh and here i wrote in uh, for suicides traditional kenyans would ask why do you have to hurt yourself to die like they i think oh. they like they like appreciate the factor of death i think and they're able to to control that they think they have a sense of control over that aspect mm, i think well yeah suicide's a very uh um sensitive topic um mm -hmm. so i feel like a lot of it is due to emotion and whatever trauma or anything um so i do think um i don't know like maybe in kenya like they just or in like countries where it's like mostly um death death is looked at in a different perspective and way and um over here it's very like you know you have to keep on going with life and maybe just not take it in as much mm -hmm. so um and maybe in Kenya it's like a little more um like they appreciate they appreciate it more because that's maybe the end cycle and everything. I mean, not saying that like suicides probably don't happen in Kenya. They, they probably do. Most likely they do. Um, um, but you know, there's, there's just that different perspective. Um, so oh, I have a question about mm -hmm. this. So you said that that Kenyan tribe, they can will themselves to die so they can commit suicide, but without hurting themselves. Right. I think so. Like, they can control how they die without hurting themselves. 
so do do they just like mentally just like just do it so they don't like physically th like that's what's the difference between western practices like that and then that can you try i think so because like when you come from a tribe you're like i think you just know all these natural ways to do a, f a fast and slow fa not slow a fast and not hurtful death so i'm sure they have like ways you know to know. do that naturally that's, that's interesting i've never actually heard like someone had that much control over themselves that they can like literally control them dying <laughs> like that's a very yeah. interesting thing i wonder what category that would fall into in the esp i mean i honestly think um well i mean i don't i don't believe in this uh, as much uh, like i'm i think everything that has like a designated time when you're supposed to die and you can't really control that uh it's more so when it happens um but i mean yeah if you're gonna con like if you're gonna commit suicide you're going to commit suicide it was just it was like um almost because i i believe everything is kind of like pre-written in a way i mean you do have like control like free control um but it's also written like pre-written in a in if that makes sense so no, yeah that makes sense i don't know how much i believe in that but yeah. I'm, I'm i'm sure like every like as as you can see like everywhere has their different perspectives um mm -hmm. but what did you guys think about the asian perspective of esp i mean i guess they use they maybe esp as a way to heal themselves so it's like i remember when um with the baba vaga she was also a healer and that was kind of similar where she used like her knowledge as an esp like she had that that very like extra ordinary ability like she used that to to do healing so this sounds kind of similar to that except this one's more like they did they know like i guess chakra because i know chakra is like something where acupuncture that's like yeah that's tied to the acupuncture where it's like mm -hmm. they know exactly like what part of your body is but would you categorize that as science maybe like how i, how, I guess how would that fit under esp i think so the esp part huh i think that's like a pseudoscience like i forgot what it's called but like people don't really like in the science community don't really uh believe in that like the chakra yeah like because you can't prove it like you can't actually like go in your body and like see the chakra points like that's more like something else i guess but mm -hmm. in the it's like more energy you can say yeah it's more energy but the esp part is when um they have the sense they sense when their illness is gonna come or when they're gonna get sick so they do that Hmm. Oh, like a precognition. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Interesting. Um, I like the, um, so like the Japanese and the Korean, like, I think that makes sense yeah. because, um, like those countries are very homogenous, um, and very, it's very like community oriented. Mm -hmm. Like you're with your community, especially in Japan, like it's like free thought or like almost, almost like you can't be um out of line or like individual that's like kind of almost I, looked down yeah. upon so i kind of agree and that maybe affects like them as a whole because you're kind of like you just basically know them you know their situation in a way mm -hmm. and you're like you're kind of connected so if like an outsider would come that would very that would disrupt everything like a foreigner so yeah. 
I I can see that happening. Yeah, I I thought that was the most realistic in today's world. Um, mm-hmm. I think they're just so community oriented and like people, um, a people person, um, compared to like Western cultures where we're like more independent and we're brought up to be our own unique self. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that was just a different way of thinking of ESP, which I thought was really interesting. Um, but more into cognition, future tellers. So this is more into Christianity and Islam. So um, future telling is opposed in Christianity, Islam, and Judaism based on their scriptures. Um, and you guys can talk about it too. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, um, it's bad because you're seeking help from uh, people that who are not God um, to predict your future. Mm-hmm. And when you do this, you're automatically distancing yourself from God. Um, and in Islam, your heart is not with God if you um, believe other people who tell you when you're going to die, when what your future is, what um what your next step in life is going to be it's like you mm-hmm. have to follow what's written out for you you have to trust that god has a plan for you and um i guess they believe that this is an act of um the satan and mm-hmm. um or blasphemy or something mm-hmm, or like black magic or um and this is similar to in the bible we see um they don't support uh, any type of mediums, psychics, even horoscopes, tarot cards, astrology in general, palm reading. Um, all of these fall into the same categories. And these practices are just based on the concept that there are no God and you're just believing advice from uh, demons. And the Bible gives us no reason to believe that if you try to connect with their loved ones the bible um gives us no reason to believe that the deceased loved ones can contact us so in our books there's no way that we can prove that this Mm -hmm. is god's way or what he wants us to do um and if you are true believers in god you would know that your loved ones are in heaven enjoying um their time up there with god and he has a plan for them if you try to go against that um you're just going against god right and Mm. you shouldn't contact your dead loved ones through these mediums and whatnot um and satan i guess through um these psychics and mediums and spirits he pretends to be kind and helpful and he he appears to be something good in these kind of ways and his demons gives you psychic information because I guess you can think about it like that. Why would God give you all this information? It's just like, it's a way of Satan giving you this information so that you can follow him um, and follow him what he wants to do. And God forbids that in this um, religion and it appears innocent, but soon you get addicted and you follow what psychics say and then it just turns Mm -hmm. up and destroys your life. Um, But is this the 
is this what um am i speaking correctly and what you guys believe in uh yeah um i definitely well like i know in islam because i i practice islam um uh yeah like you can't it's not really um like you're you can't like really go to another person and you know if you okay so when am i gonna die like and like ask them questions like that it's kind of that's not it's like a sin to do that in the religion Mm -hmm. and um and i can yeah i can because i i personally believe in that too like i wouldn't really go to a psychic or a tarot reader to be like okay so who's gonna be like my new boo or something like who's gonna like uh, am I gonna pass this test or something like I don't know um yeah so I I would I agree with that um I know it's fun like it could be kind of fun and you want to know and I think humans they're just we're so eager to learn and like we can't deal with the unknown we're always curious we want to know like who and what and when and why and we need to know and we're kind of impatient in that way so i i agree what you know people can just you know fall into that very easily and um and i personally yeah i just don't believe in that but um it's yeah it can be addicting like you said i mean it's also about like validity like of those claims like you can go to any fortune teller and i feel like they're all will tell you something different because <laughs> you don't know if that's legit or not like anybody can just make up stuff and like that love island medium thing where it's like you just like they could just say whatever like oh i i see the dead and it's like i don't see anything like you're just it's all money grabbing schemes so like i don't really like it's not reliable and i don't think people should Mm -hmm. trust another person and necessarily like accept their prediction and be like after reading your palm be like oh you're gonna die like at this time like you Mm -hmm. don't know that like you honestly like life is so unpredictable and like and as also as someone who is Muslim, I can say that like and religiously like basically Maria hit everything like you're not supposed to do that because for us, it's like God is the ultimate decider like people aren't gonna decide for you about your fate like it can change too. like on one hand you can decide something else like you never know like your life always changes so there's no point in in believing people when it's not necessarily like a like a reliable source essentially true like how are these people getting that information like god himself wouldn't do that so it probably is the negative part um the demons Mm, interesting yeah yeah Um, it's probably like a lot of black magic related stuff and i find that a lot of people like they kind of scam you i mean if you're a psychic Mm -hmm. And you're probably watching this like like i mean no offense to you i mean you could do what you know you 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 do what you you do um i'm not like someone to like tell you what to do in life or anything but um i know there are like psychics that like try to scam people and you know they just want to take their money and or they yeah. prey on them because they're hitting a low in their life a certain point mm-hmm. and you can sense that almost you can just be like oh yeah they're like you know they're low they want you kind of tell them what they want to hear and you know you pick on like something a very common point you can easily like find out and something and yeah just like true scam them that way which is horrible 
I mean, and like nowadays, there's like Google and stuff. Like people, like when they go on like you know celebrity shows and stuff, they're like, "Oh, I know this about your your ancestor." It's like you can literally just Google that. Like that's not like a a valid thing. I feel like people just yeah, they do a lot for money and like there's no real reason why they're doing it, but、mm -hmm. just want to scam people. And nowadays, it's、yeah. more common. So yeah, a lot of times you have to pay for it. Oh yeah, even though it's your future, your life. Your life, your future.、Um, but yeah, I mean, I actually have a story of.、Uh, I know somebody who went to to get their like, you know, the fortune teller. Like they went to、yeah. to this one place. It was actually my teacher、uh, when I was younger, and she was talking about how when she's like, she comes from a very Christian background, and obviously, as you were saying, like that's totally like against the the religion, and like、mm -hmm. so she decided one day she was out with her friends and. She went to this fortune teller and she was like, "Okay, I want you to like do that thing." So basically, what they did was they gave her like this tea, so she had to drink it. And then when she's done drinking it, the leaves they tell her something about that person. So the fortune teller told her to drink it. She drank it, and then she saw her cup, and she said that you should take care of your health because in a couple years, if you don't, you're gonna get something that you don't want. You know,、oh、my God. and my my teacher obviously coming from her Christian backgrounds, like okay, no, this girl is just like saying all this.、Mm -hmm. Like, of course, she's just gonna say that. And it actually turned out in a couple of years she got、uh. diabetes, and that was really funny、uh. because <laughs> it kind of correlated with it's it. It's very vague though. It's very general. Like you want that's be, true. You want to make it general, so it's like, oh, you should take care of your health. It's like,、mm -hmm. oh, okay. You know, a lot of people can get diabetes. A lot of people can get like, you know, anything like any disease. Yeah, and you、uh, know that could have changed her fate too. Like she could have maybe taken care of her health, and then that would never happen. So like, you know, don't you, you don't know where that came、uh, from too. It was kind of vague. That's true.、Mm -hmm. But she did say in a couple of years. She did, yeah. But like、so. that, you can like always say that. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, people just say, "Oh, in a couple of years." It's like, "Oh,、wow. in a couple of years, you get COVID before the pandemic." It's like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that like, would have been like, um, okay. <laughs> that's so vague. Like,、yeah. come on, in a couple of years, anything can happen. So, oh no. But she did get it, though. That's she did. Yeah, that's what's really funny. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I kind of think that you know where the Bible was saying something about it, like you were mentioning, where it's like Satan and his demons and stuff. And、mm -hmm. in in Islam, it's also like black magic has a lot of like um like there's jins that we call them, they're demons, and they kind of predict stuff too. Like they have the ability to to predict the future, so sometimes they can like you know tell the fortune teller stuff. And then that、yeah. kind of yeah, of I've heard、that's、of this. That, I've, I've yeah, never heard of this. I've actually heard、well. of this. So、oh, we, we're gonna have to save for the the gin episode or something. Yeah, we're gonna have to save this for another time. But yeah, it's pretty crazy. Like, there's a lot of weird stuff in the world that goes on. That was really interesting. I think we talked about a lot of a、I、lot think... of things actually. Yeah, I feel like ESP just you know, there's like like a little bit where it's like. I don't know. There's like a whole range where it could be like, I guess like you know your connection with someone or you're thinking of someone and then they like call or you know or you know just something very simple or,、uh, you know maybe nothing crazy and then something to like okay like got people、Extreme. predicting like life <laughs> like legit some heavy stuff and 
whatnot, like trying to connect with something outside of their senses and yeah. I mean, do you guys believe in ESP? Do you believe in like all the different types or the stories that were mentioned? That's hard to say. I mean, honestly, it is because you don't know if it's legit. Like, you can't prove it. So, yeah. how do you know that's true? I mean, the one with the, like, the very specific ones, like, with Abraham Lincoln seeing his own death, like, that's pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I believe in some of them, but some others, I'm just... It depends on the person, like, depends the specific... um circumstance yeah but i would say like i think some people do actually have the ability to have these special um abilities and i think some others just have not developed it yet yet like maybe like us when we get the text um so mm. i just I'm, i think there is some forms of ESP that are real. Mm, yeah. I think intuition, um, I get that a lot. Like just, you know, anything like I'm a like I'm a strong believer. Like I think intuition is like something that we all kind of have. And whether it's like feeling those vibes of someone, you know, you're talking to or something, or um yeah, you just like feel like a situation like that, uh, dude, where something was gonna be really wrong if he stepped out. So um, yeah, I I kind of believe in that a lot. Um, but yeah, ESP is it's very interesting. I will say it's like it's very interesting, and um, just seeing these stories like it's a crazy world out there. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, after everything that we talked about, it's like, oh my god, there's just so much that we don't know, honestly, and and I agree with Mario, like, it just depends on the person, like, especially with those prediction ones, like, I don't know, like, especially with, like, the 40 years into the future, and, like, you don't know, like, how legit those are, but mm-hmm. um, I think the ones that, like, the more, like, oh, like, gut feeling kind of senses definitely are legit, like, everybody has that, too, so... You can count that as a sixth sense, but I think with the bigger stuff, that would probably depend on the person and like, and whether their claims like they're actually have accurately predicted like constantly or or if they're just making it up. So, I mean, I don't agree with like fortune telling necessarily, but I think everybody has a little bit of that ESP in them that they have to they have to find and and dig for that, and maybe they they'll be able to gold. predict stuff too. Yeah, that gold, the ESP diamonds. Gold. <laughs> exactly. I'm I'm going for the diamond. I want the coal to be the diamond. Well, I think I think that's about it, guys. Um, mm-hmm. That was really interesting, and I hope you guys learned a little more about ESP. Um, and tap into your intuition next time you have that gut feeling. Um, just remember what we talked about, and just follow your gut and you never know what's gonna happen Mm -hmm. and be aware be aware yeah well thanks guys um i guess we'll see you in two weeks for our next episode bye thanks for listening bye thanks for listening bye